Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the FTK Podcast. That's people from the kingdom coming together for the kingdom to further the kingdom. I'm Kevin Cruz with your co-host, Natalie Avilas. Hey, guys. And today we will be sharing about our experience, reminders, and new learnings reading the book, Fasting, Rediscovering the Ancient Pathways, written by Michael Dow. So a little background about the author. Michael Dow is the founder of Burning Ones, an international ministry that started in 2013 with the purpose to love Jesus above all things and make him known amongst the nations of the world. He is an author of many books. He is a graduate from Southeastern University. My pastors once mentioned he was an apostle. He was very humble and didn't claim it. But Michael Dow is a blessing to the kingdom. He is on fire for the Lord, and it's only right his ministry is called Burning Ones. Natalie and I have actually had the privilege of meeting Michael as he joined our sister church, All Nations Church of God, to minister for a revival weekend we had. He shared a little about his powerful testimony and being in and out of jail 15 times, if I remember correctly. And he shared with us how he came to God as he stepped into church only to pick a fight with the pastor's son and left having his life transformed. He shared how God healed him from herpes and performed a miracle on him weeks after he had received the Holy Spirit. And he has a wife and four or five kids, I can't quite remember, but a beautiful testimony. And we will provide the link to his testimony, which is available on YouTube. Recently, as a church, we all read his book. And like I said, Nat and I are going to just share what this book is about and what we personally received from it. So we're gonna be asking each other uh, a few questions. So Natalie, how are you doing today? Hey Kev, I'm doing great. I'm excited for this episode. I hope everyone's doing well listening. How are you doing? I'm blessed as always, you know, another day. Amen. Is a blessing. So we're gonna jump into the questions, Natalie. Uh, The first question, that I'd like to ask you is if you could let the author, Michael Dow, know anything regarding this book, what would it be? Oh man, we're just getting right into it, huh? Um, (laughs) If I could let Michael know anything. So actually, um, just a little background for our listeners. As Kevin mentioned, Michael um, did come to our sister church and also to our church for the revival weekend that we had. Also, additionally, um, our church read this book together, the fasting book, which is the um, fasting, the rediscovering the ancient pathways, but we read it together throughout a three-week period, if I believe. And um, at the end of that three-week period, Michael actually was so awesome and came on and joined our church on Zoom, and he brought the word that Sunday morning, and it was just so awesome. And yeah, I just wanted to give a little inside scoop to our listeners. And during that time, our friend and brother in Christ, BJ, who's also the son of our pastors, worship leader and a minister of the word, (laughs) um, he told Michael something that I would like to also share with him personally, which is that this is the first book that I've finished reading in a long time. So I, and I just think that he made it so easy to read yet don't be misled and think that it won't be challenging because while it was an easier read it was a very challenging book so 
yeah, that's what I would say. I would say that. Thank you so much for writing this. Thank you for being spirit led. Thank you for allowing the Lord to do the work that he wanted to do in this book. And thank you for a read that was easy to read and that was challenging. So, yeah. Thanks, Nat. And like you mentioned, for our listeners, yeah, we as a church did read this book and uh, our pastor did an awesome job of just uh, separating the uh, the chapters and allowing us to really soak in what uh, Michael Dow shared with us through the Spirit of God. And it was really awesome because we were separated into many groups, but we were able to uh, share what we each personally uh, learned and, and were, uh, were introduced to or reminded of. And I think that was really awesome because uh, it was small groups. I had two other uh, brothers with me reading uh, the books and we just held each other accountable. And it was just really awesome because sometimes you may receive something from God and then somebody else receives something else. And it's really awesome when you guys just come together and uh, share what each other learned, uh, what each other learned and just put, combine all that information and, it's just, it's really awesome. But yeah, I would agree. Kat. I loved the small groups. I love how we um, did it in the beginning. I was kind of like, oh, because I was really looking forward to reading um, the book with my whole group, if that makes sense. But then once we really dove into the mini groups, I really appreciated like the intimacy that brought between us. It was really cool. Yeah. What would you say uh, were things that were the most notable that you learned reading this book? That is a great question, Kevin. I'm so glad you asked. And I came prepared. I um, <laughs> I actually took notes the whole time we were reading this book, which I'm really grateful that I did because this book is so awesome. And I'm actually looking forward to going back and reading it again. But um, pardon me, that was me flipping the page to my book. But in, I believe it was in chapter nine, um, if I'm not mistaken, um, he was just talking a lot about was it, pardon me, I should have came a little bit more prepared. I believe in chapter nine, he was talking about like detoxing and healing and stuff and energy. I can't remember the exact name of that chapter because I did not write it down. But um, yeah, I'm just going to get right, right into it. Maybe Kevin can help me out and look up the name of the chapter for me. But um, in chapter nine, there was a part basically where he was kind of stating how um, it's crazy because a lot of people will say like, oh, fasting is just so crazy. Fasting is just so radical. But really, God designed our bodies to be able to not just handle fasting, but to actually um, improve while it's fasting, to bring a lot of healing naturally to your body while it's fasting, which is why fasting, in my opinion, and also Michael kind of shares, has become so popular, even like in diets and stuff in the secular world, because of the natural healing properties that it brings to our bodies. So it's just so cool that God just being the amazing and perfect creator that he is created our bodies to be able to not just handle and support a lifestyle of fasting, but to also have it bring healing to our bodies. So um, there was so many good things in the book, guys, you just have to read it. But that was definitely one big thing that I wanted to share. Fasting is doable, your body is prepared for it, your body can handle it, and your body will heal in that process as well, not just spiritually, but physically, which is really dope. Amen. And chapter nine was titled Practical, which uh, Michael Dow shared were uh, 
where he shared some of the uh, practical things that we would experience as we fast mm-hmm. and, you know, draw closer to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And, Thank you so uh, much for pulling that up, Kev. <laughs> yeah, no problem. And uh, the, the next question I wanted to ask you was, what was your point of view of fasting before and after reading this book? Man, um, so I'm just really grateful that we go to a church that teaches um, truth straight out of the Bible, and um, we have very experienced pastors, and I've been going to our church for almost three years, um, and I'm just so grateful. We're so blessed. We're just so blessed um, to have the pastors and the leadership that we have, and I say all that to say because, um, (laughs) yes, amen, I say all that to say because they've incorporated fasting um, from the jump that I have been going to our church. And um, I've, I've fasted multiple times and actually it wasn't the fast that we did in the beginning of this year that like really opened my eyes to um, just a lot of things that I don't want to go into right now because that'll be a whole other episode, <laughs> but um, just really opened my eyes and God just really gave me so much, brought so much healing and so much deliverance to me in my life. And I'm just so grateful. But to answer your question, I think I had an idea and I had an understanding, a clear biblical understanding of what fasting um, is and what it should look like. And But the thing is, I think I had an understanding in my mind. I had the head knowledge of it, right? Because our pastors did such a great job at giving us and teaching us and instructing us and giving us that information. However, unfortunately, I think due to where I was at in my spiritual walk, I wasn't surrendering that area to God like in my heart and I wasn't giving it to him and I wasn't pursuing him in a lifestyle of fasting so I was even though I had that head knowledge and I knew what it was and how it worked and I knew that God was calling us to a lifestyle of fasting it wasn't something that was embedded in my heart if that makes sense my heart wasn't circumcised to the idea um not to the idea but to the lifestyle that fasting should be um so that's kind of where I was at prior to reading this book and to answer your question post reading the book, I'm now in a place where my heart is just really circumcised to fasting. I wouldn't say I'm like a fasting pro and I'm like fasting every day or anything like that. But um, it has been something that has been more of on my heart and um, just really something that I've been pondering more on and just really seeking God in regards to how I should go about including this in my life. Um, and yeah, I'm still kind of walking through that process, but it's definitely something more that I get in my heart and I get the importance of. And it's nice to just be able to intentionally just be like, I'm just going to spend this time with the Lord right now and maybe skip out on breakfast and just sit down with him and just chill, you know? So yeah, that's kind of me before this book and after this book. So praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for the life of Michael Dow. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, indeed. <laughs> and I would, I would agree with you on... Uh, similar stance on fasting because I remember before we started reading this book, uh, our brother, Josh Diaz, who was featured in a previous podcast and we had him on the show. If you guys uh, didn't get the chance to listen to, I definitely recommend as he shared some great words, but Josh would uh, tell me like, Hey man, like, no, we got to fast or like, yo, I'm telling you, like, fasting is important. And, like, I think he had started reading the book beforehand. And to me, it was just like, oh, man, like, I don't want to fast. Like, I don't want to give up food. 
and you know i didn't really like don't get me wrong like i know the importance of fasting but i didn't ever think about making it a lifestyle and that's something that michael dow touched on you know fasting is a lifestyle jesus jesus tells us to fast he doesn't he doesn't say oh, oh one of the cool things that michael dow shared in one of the earlier chapters is in uh i think it's matthew 6 jesus says when you fast not if you fast yeah and i thought that was like whoa i never really like kicked that scripture apart to really understand like okay god knows that we're going to fast it's not if but we will fast Amen. and th- these are the uh things we need to this is how we should fast and this is how it should look like as instructed in matthew 6 and i yeah. wish i had the exact verse to to point the readers to it i'm sure a quick google search but, will help them out just kidding (laughs) yeah but no bro i totally agree i totally agree with you sorry i just wanted to say i really agree with you and yeah you're you're, you totally hit the nail on the head you know i think a lot of us look at it as a sacrifice like oh man giving up food but it's like once we have that revelation in our heart that this is what god is calling us to do it's not a hey when you feel like it hey if you want to it's a when you fast it's a commandment you know he's calling us to a lifestyle of fasting um which is just so dope. And it's not, it's just, I don't know. I feel you because I used to think like, oh man, like fasting. And I'm not gonna lie. Like I've struggled so ma- so hard on so many fasts, but it's like our body was not, we were designed to give into our body. Our body should be in full submission over um, our mind and our mind should be in full submission over to the spirit, a spirit that is aligned with God. And that is something that Michael Dow touched on. Um, so yeah, man, we have authority to be like, relax, hunger, <laughs> and uh, spend some time with the Lord and uh, just seek him in that time. But yeah, I agree with you. God is good though. I mean, he's working on our hearts, man. Amen. We are a constant work in his hands you know if you're not growing you're doing something wrong yeah but last last question so uh when's the next time you're fasting at you're bold (laughs) um so i don't really have again i don't really have a set day and that's kind of something that i've been like okay god should i have like a set day or should i just kind of you know just wake up and fast like just be led by you and i think that's something that um not i think sorry michael dow did touch on this in the book he did touch on the fact that some fasts are going to be led by the spirit like god's gonna come down and be like not come down but you know he's gonna be like kevin fast from this day to this day or fast these days and fast this way. And it's important to be in tune with the Holy spirit um, to be able to discern that of course. And then there's just going to be times just like, and I'm sure every day I hope you pray and it's not like, God, should I pray at this time? You just naturally pray just how you naturally go brush your teeth. Right. So um, I'm really, as I'm learning and allowing God to like grow me and refine me in this process, I'm really just kind of uh, looking to grow more in this area, but I don't have a set date as to when I will fast next 
um, but I will be fasting. <laughs> so I don't know if that really gives you an answer. I don't have a set date. No, that's a great answer. Yeah. I wish I could tell you like, yeah. Hey, next Friday from seven to seven, but I don't have that date, you know? Um, I'll just wake up. And if I feel led to just spend time with the Lord, I'm just spending time with the Lord. And it's kind of cool because it hasn't been like, Oh God, okay, cool. I'm going to fast now from this time to this time. So Kev, what was your view on fasting prior to reading the book? So I knew that fasting was, uh, important whether it be solo fasting or communal fasting or i think the proper term might be corporate corporal fasting and just fasting as a church and fortunately for me i learned that, that uh soon as i as i joined bridges of love you know this book is a good book and a good reminder and it he actually uh michael Dow actually shares all the types of different fasts in, in later chapters. But that's something that, uh, that was, that was my point of view, but I never, like I said before, I never saw it as a lifestyle, something to incorporate in my, uh, weekly life. And in fact, I actually fasted yesterday and I think just being introduced to uh, how important fasting is in, in our walks, uh, in our walk with Christ by this book, I probably, I don't, I don't know if I would have fasted, but, you know, I felt it heavy on my heart. You know, uh, the day that we're recording this is uh, June 2nd and a lot is going on in the world. We have, um, injustice towards our black community and our black brothers and sisters um, there's just so much to pray for and and protests going on and we're still recovering from the coronavirus pandemic and you know there's a lot of stuff going in our church you know everybody has something that they're going through in their personal lives and i just thought that i could present these uh, prayers through through my fasting through this time that I separated for the Lord and um, yeah yeah amen dude amen there is definitely a lot happening in our world and uh, thank you Kev for being so aligned with the spirit and being sensitive to what God is putting in your heart and thank you for yielding um, I appreciate you but um Let's move on oh, to kind of before you uh, jump into the next question. I don't want to say like I don't I don't want it to seem like I'm perfect or anything because I was like God, please let it be one day. <laughs> like I'm not trying to do like three days or weeks or you know any of the more intense ones. I am dead. <laughs> but hey, there's something small in the kingdom of God. You know, he used he's going to use this one day to grow you into doing a forty day fast in your near future. So. Uh... <laughs> So yeah, I'm just uh, waiting on it. Can't wait to hear it. But let's go on to a little bit of a lighter question. Um, there's really awesome chapters in the book, and it might be hard to choose, but um, what would you say is one chapter in particular that stood out to you? That's a great question. And if you just give me a quick second to look through my notes, I think chapters three and four were probably the most impactful 
for me. And in these chapters, uh, just some of the bullet points that just stood out to me that Michael Dow shared were, uh, and this one I'm uh, quoting, it's fasting should always be coupled with prayer. Fasting without praying is starving yourself. And I was like, blown away. I was like, wow, like, that's, that's, that's on the money. Like, I can't tell you the amount of times that I've known people would, would say that they fasted and, you know, where's the prayer though? Like they go right with each other. Yeah. And, you know, that, that chapter, uh, those chapters also, you know, share stuff, how like we don't fast to change God or to be blessed more. We don't uh, fast to get points from God to say, here, God, I'm fasting for you. Will you love me more? Because God already loves us with, uh, you know, he loves us so much and he's not going to love somebody more than another. Come on. Just because they're fasting. And we fast to change ourselves and to be more like Jesus. And for all of, our, all of us in every area in our life to fully love God, and when I read that, I was like, wow, like, I, I, this is why fasting is important, because there are areas in our life and distractions that occur that derail us from all of us loving God. There's always something that's holding us back. And, you know, we, you know, God has given us the Holy Spirit to give us the power to be able to, to break the chains. Mm-hmm. And Unfortunately, we can sometimes end up in those very same chains that we were freed from. Speak on it. And, you know, we don't have the power to break the chains, but God doesn't. So, you know, these two chapters, chapters three and four, were very good to me. And the, the whole book, the whole book was good. But those, those two chapters are probably my favorite. Amen. Yeah, I totally hear you. The whole book was really fire, guys. If you have not gotten your hands on it, of course, anyone that goes to our church, our church, um, read this in this time frame, read this book with us. But if you are um, listening and you do not go to our church, um, which I would say is like a pretty good chunk of our listeners, uh, we would both really want to encourage you all to really check out this book. It is so good, especially if you're like, should I fast? Is fasting a thing that believers should do today? How does that work? Is that required? If you have all these questions, if you are looking for solid, biblical, Holy Spirit-led truth, pick up this book and let your life and your mind and your heart be renewed and transformed. Um, But yeah, Kev, so what is one thing that the Lord impressed upon your heart through reading this book? So I don't know if I can say one thing. I might just give you a lot of things. And uh, one of the things was a little, little revelation was how the devil doesn't want us to fast because the devil doesn't want us to be aligned with God and God's plans and God's vision and with his spirit. And that was a good reminder for me because going into uh, reading and reading this book, because we didn't only just read this book, we also fasted as a church and I didn't, I didn't want to fast. I, you know, I wanted to seek God, but I didn't want to die to my flesh and give up something that I love 
to do you know who doesn't love eating it's that's how we worship that's one of the ways that we can worship god um you know he's created us to eat and and fill ourselves with nutrients and so that was something that was like wow like now i know why my mindset was like that because thoughts were filling my head like oh fasting is going to be difficult it's going to be difficult it's going to be challenging and when it did came when it did come to fasting the day before the day before i just felt like relieved and i felt at peace and when the days came i felt powerful i felt god's power that i had prayed for you know over me like man where this hunger is nothing like and you know that was one distraction that was out of the door and and i was able to just focus on my prayers and thank god and you know i i still had to work during this time but you know i was consistent in the breath prayers of praying to god you know every chance i got um during work and just for anything and everything that i could think of at the time or anything that that god would put in my heart and another thing that uh stood out to me was how michael dow opens up the book um sharing that everything that was written in this book isn't because he researched it but it's because he sought the lord in his time and through prayer and fasting and he received these answers and that is so uh inspiring for all christians and i think especially for creatives as well because um you know he wrote this book and when it comes to creatives and their uh personal work and arts like it's 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 amazing when you know that somebody didn't like somebody received this straight from god and so that was inspiring to me yeah that is so good man when you said that the devil doesn't want us to um you said the devil doesn't want us to fast, right? That's kind of how you worded it. It's just crazy. Um, I wish I could read you all this whole book, <laughs> but uh, obviously we cannot for copyright reasons. No, just kidding, man. Get your hands on this book for real. But um, I do want to share a little snippet with you guys. Um, and it's on page 48. And if you have the book, like in the paper book, the paper version, sorry, on page 48. And if you have the Kindle version, I don't know what page you're going to be on, but uh, paper version, page 48 says, um, the truth is rooted in God himself. The truth is immovable and combining half truth only makes for more tangled lies. Either in life or in judgment, our lives will eventually have to line up. And when Kevin was just talking, he just reminded me of that because it's like, man, like um, the enemy will deceive us. And then sometimes also we can deceive ourselves. You know, we want to buy into half lies. We want to buy into things that'll appease us or make us feel better or whatever. Like, I don't really have to pray that much. I don't really have to fast that much. I don't really have to give that much. I shouldn't even have to give. I shouldn't have to pray. I shouldn't have to fast. Jesus loves me. That's enough. Right. 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 And it's like, man, like you were deceived and you want to be deceived, but it's like, come on. Like the Bible is so clear. If we're aligned with the Holy spirit or one spirit, we should all be um, you know, 
getting these revelations and understanding these things that God wants to um, do in our lives and the things that he's commanding us to do. But um, yeah, Kev, that was a really solid answer, bro. I really appreciate that. And I hope that it really encourages and blesses our listeners. Um, but yeah, so I think you kind of really answered that. I had another question for you, which was, was kind of a, a little bit of a revelation. Um, and you kind of shared that. So uh, I'll just move into the next question. Um, how do you feel about fasting now? Reading the book and spending time in prayer, spending time in fasting and allowing God to lead you even into your own fast, for example, yesterday, and I'm sure many more days to come. Where do you stand in regards to fasting now? Has your heart been circumcised? Have you surrendered that area? I think it's a work in progress, but I do believe and I do want to surrender all of me to Jesus. And what I think this book blessed me with was you know, giving me the foundation, the truth, the ancient pathways is Michael's book, uh, the, the book title mentions, to fasting. And, um, you know, things that I learned were, because I learned a lot. So I'm just going to share a little bit about what I learned throughout the book, you know, things that I highlighted. And uh, one of the things that I had confused was, oh, you could fast from football and social media because, and I like how he uh, added that in the book in the early chapters, I think chapter one and two, because I'm a big football fan. And, you know, I think we all use social media to some extent. And when he wrote that sentence, you know, it was kind of, it was, it was personal, like, like that that's what re was really awesome. It was uh relatable, and um I learned that okay, that's not fasting when I fast from football and social media. that's just uh incorporating self discipline and uh you know trying to spend less time with both of those and you know football has always been something that's always gotten a lot of my attention uh you know I'm a Ravens fan, so shout out to the Ravens. <laughs> and uh that's something that you know i i do not want to uh let be an idol in my life and so i it was very the book was very uh encouraging very instructional so that i can get so so i can solidify some things that i did know and some things that i didn't know about fasting and another thing that i want to touch on too is uh, it was a chapter I think it was chapter two where he talked about Moses and the first uh, time and I believe it's the first time as he mentioned in the Bible that uh, fasting is uh, shared and that's when Moses went out to Mount Sinai and he went up because he was instructed by God and he was there for six days and he didn't hear from God until the seventh day, I believe. And then he spent 40 days on top of Mount Sinai where he was receiving the, uh, the commandments on the, to, to write on the stone tablets or, or to have written on the stone tablets. And that was like eye opening because when I, 
when I read that before, I never thought about that being fasting, but it makes complete sense because, I mean, how is someone going to take 40 days of food up to a mountain, cook it, and, you know, carry all that weight, you know, and that was awesome, eye-opening. And what really stood out to me about that passage, which is in uh, Exodus, which um, I'm trying to say is Exodus 16, not, can't remember the top of my head, but what stood out to me was how um, Moses was patient and he waited for the Lord to speak. And sometimes when we fast and when we pray, we can't expect to receive everything at the same time you know and i think that's something that our generation and our uh in our at, at this day and time where people just want to receive things now and people don't want to wait for things and they don't want to work for things they just want things now and i think we can all be guilty of that to to some extent and it's just awesome because Moses waited six days. Like, that's a long time waiting to hear back from God. Like, you, you're, you're told to go up a mountain, like, okay, six days. Like, what do I do next? Like, where do I go? And then 40 days is even longer. And, I mean, you're not just going up this mountain. You're, you're fasting and, you know, you're working hard because it's, you know, you're going up top. It's not something where you just like sit down and you you wait for God and you eat what you want to eat and you watch what you want to watch and you hear you, you you know you do your prayer time you know do thirty minutes a day and you don't hear back until you pray again no it's like Moses gave up everything to just go up the mountain and, and be alone from God and you know he was obedient. And so, yeah, that's that's a posture that is that I would encourage everyone who listens to to take. You know, don't expect to hear God immediately. Patiently wait for Him. Be consistent in in prayer and in fasting. Pray unceasingly, like the Word tells us. Amen. A freaking men. Sounds like you really had a good time reading this book. A lot of revelations, as did I, as, as a lot of people in our church, um, which is so awesome. So all in all, Kev, would you recommend um, this book that Michael wrote, which is, of course, The Fasting, Rediscovering the Ancient Pathways? Would you recommend this book to our listeners? For sure. I would definitely recommend, and I think it's a book that, you know, a new believer, a believer that's been uh in the body for 10 years 20 years i think it's a blessing to anybody who picks it up amen i have to agree 100 percent with you um doesn't matter where in your walk you're at this is an amazing book um i just want to read some quotes that michael actually put in the back of the book um one quote says, fasting is much more than simply turning from food. Fasting is intentionally and intimately turning to Jesus. And then another quote says, fasting revives the gaze that has lost its fascination with Christ. And then another one, last one, 
only the truly hungry will fast. That is so stinking good. And that is a truth that um, really kind of shook me at my core. I was like, man. And uh, kind of when you were talking about Moses, it just reminded me one time I was in my car. This was a while ago. I was in my car and I felt like a still voice telling me to like sit um, and just wait on him because I had been seeking him about something, but it was just kind of more like, okay, God, is this going to happen? God, please tell me. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Love you. Amen. You know, it was just kind of <laughs> those type of prayers. Um, and I was in my car one night and I just really felt like God was just like kind of telling me to like, just wait on him. Like, would I be willing to wait on him? And I sat there and I kid you not, I sat there in two minutes for two minutes. And to me, it felt like the longest 120 seconds of my life. And I was like, all right, God, I really thought this was you. And because I thought it was you, I yielded. I don't know if it was you or not. So, all right. Okay. If it was you, just let me know. And I just got up walked out of my car, locked in, left. And it's just crazy because it's like, to me, those two minutes just sounds like so freaking, not even sound, it felt like so much, but it's like to hear that Moses waited days upon finally arriving to the top of the mountain and he still waited. Like, man, talk about faith, talk about obedience talk about being willing to yield and I'm like man like if that was God that spoke to me that day like imagine if I had sat there even a minute longer would I have been willing to go 10 minutes 15 minutes half an hour an hour every minute of hours belongs to him it's not ours we're just stewarding the time that we have here our life here you know um and I'm just grateful that God has really shown me that and put that in my heart but um, yeah, man, I think all in all, it's safe to say that both Kevin and I really recommend this book. It's an awesome book. We love it. Michael has been such a blessing um, to our pastors, to us, to our flock. Um, and his books have been such a blessing. He has them in English and in Spanish. So um, if you are a Spanish reader, you know, go get blessed. But, Amen. Yeah, and I do want to yeah. also add an additional note. Because I said Exodus 16, I was able to find the page and confirm that it's Exodus 24, mm-hmm. verses 15 through 18. Awesome. Yeah, that's another great thing, guys, about uh, Michael's books. He puts the um, all the scriptures for you at the bottom, so you can refer back to them, look at them, um, and you know, do your studying and stuff, and do what you need to do. Uh, but yeah, again, if you want a book that is biblically sound, Holy Spirit-led, Uh, with revelation straight from literally the Lord. Um, I would really recommend this book. Michael is super anointed and it's just really evident in his life. Also, I did just want to say Michael has four beautiful children. I know earlier Kevin and I weren't too short, but yeah, him and his wife, Anna have four beautiful children. And yeah, so um, Michael actually, like we mentioned earlier in the, um, in the episode, y'all, he, after we, my church, after our church finished our, fasting and reading he actually jumped on like i said um to bring the word on sunday and he actually shared with us some awesome news that we can share now because he has made it public um that he has his second book uh that is being released it is volume two It is fasting volume two your life as a weapon in the hand of god it is coming soon uh needless to say we are so excited to get our hands on that and to see the fresh revelation and the anointing that is on that book and we're just stoked um it's going to be available in spanish um as well so that's really cool for all of our spanish um listeners and readers i actually might get it in spanish i need to brush up on my spanish uh kev i don't know about you but uh so yeah i might get it in spanish and then also um guys 
apparently, you know, we've been so clear. Michael has just been such a blessing to us, to our lives. And this book has really marked our lives, I think, um, needless to say. So if you guys want to support him, support his ministry, follow him, be blessed by his content, I just want to drop you um, his media, his social media handlers. You can find um, him on Facebook, Instagram as Michael Dow, and that is just Michael, how it's traditionally spelled, and Dow, D-O-W, and you can find him on Instagram and on Facebook with that. Additionally, you can find his ministry, um, Burning Ones. It's just burning, how it's traditionally spelled, and ones, it's O-N-E-S, again, how it's traditionally spelled. You can find them on YouTube, you can find them on Facebook, and on Instagram, you'll find them at, at underscore burning ones. Um, so yeah, him and his wife have this awesome ministry. Again, for the one millionth time, it's been such a blessing. Um, make sure that you guys give them a quick follow. Let them know that, you know, Bridges of Love, that Jesus Now, that's the name of our church. Bridges of Love is our ministry. And uh, the FDK podcast that we sent y'all over to, you know, follow them and listen to them and be blessed by their content and support them. And yeah, that's basically all I have for my end. What about you, Kevin? Any, any last words? I guess the last word I can say, which comes from his book, is only the truly hungry will fast. Yeah. Amen. That's for real. But yeah, guys, as Kevin said, today is the 2nd of June. And as we are recording this episode, um, you guys probably won't hear it until around August timeframe. Um, but I just want y'all to know, as we're recording this live, that we stand with our Black brothers and sisters um, who are having to see everything that's happening blasted all throughout social media. We stand with you guys. We know that this has been happening for generations and generations. We as Latinos, as people of color, we stand with you guys and Black Lives Matter. And um, if you guys have any prayer requests or any comments, please shoot us an email at ftkpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure that you choose, um, if you'd like to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts coming soon, hopefully by the time y'all are hearing this, we're live on Apple finally. Um, and just give us a follow if you guys want to stay up to date with our next episode and as always this is ftk podcast where people from the kingdom come together for the kingdom to further the kingdom we love you guys peace